Hello and welcome to the VanCast. I'm your host, Graham Eels, and today we're with Sam Gray. How you doing, my friend? We're good, man. We're doing really good. Yeah, yeah it is. Here. It is a wild-ass time. I'm telling you, I thought the pandemic was going to be over by now. They keep extending it, and uh, it's starting to piss me off. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I feel you, man. I feel you. It's like, it's freaking almost two years of this yeah well if i was if i was as rational as i could be i'd imagine it's probably going to be at, at well close to that long and it doesn't seem like we're leaving at any time soon yeah so you have been taking this time to be a hermit because why not you know this is if if there's any time to go inward and work on yourself this is the time so uh what exactly have you been doing mm-hmm. yeah i i appreciate that it's definitely um i don't know i got a feeling when covid came it's like okay well what are we gonna do here like there's two ways to face this like as an opportunity or as a problem and um Gosh, yeah, I, it, it's it, two years is a lot to reflect on, but I can definitely talk about some of the stuff specifically I've been doing recently. But as a whole, I feel like I've just done the best I can to look at myself internally with the help of like others and gotten as much clarity as I can, or at least more clarity on what I want to do with my life, where I want to go, who I want to help. And what, um, what is that? Yeah, well, it's definitely, like, as a title, I'd say it's, like, I want to help young men with mental health. Um, and the things that, or at least the biggest thing that I see to be done about that is men's groups. Um, I've been in various men's groups for over four years now. I guess four years and two months, yeah, to be exact. And... Um, I just, yeah, to, I guess, summarize it, <laughs> and then we'll get into all the dirty details soon, but... Well, when it comes just, to uh, yeah. to males, they're, they're not represented very well in the mental health, health sphere, and there's mm-hmm. also a stigma attached mm-hmm. to males, like, having feelings, emotions, and stuff. We, we're supposed to be tough, right? Exactly. We're, we're supposed to be emotionless rocks who can... Uh, perform perfectly or at least consistently um, so so basically this this is what this is what my uh, perception is okay and then you come yeah. at me with it okay so yeah, yeah. you gotta yeah, first yeah. of all you gotta have a 10 inch long you need to be <laughs> absolutely shredded but also jacked you need to eat a lot but not too much you also got to eat a little um, you want to be like a football player jacked but you also want to be like soccer player jacked um you want to be smart but not too smart you know you want to be have make a lot of money have a nice car have multiple houses um and be incredibly 10 out of 10 attractive is that is that like is that pretty spot on is that is that like a summary of like most of the messages from culture towards males right now i'd say decent decent summary not just not just males um females as well but obviously it's like different but i'm basically saying that people expect you to be the perfect stereotypical male you know 
make fires, protect your woman, blah, blah, blah. And the main thing is don't have, don't be sensitive. Don't be emotional, right? Mm -hmm. And that is where it really can hurt because what, like, what's the difference between male and females? You know, like what, where along the line did somebody say we don't have emotions or we don't show mm -hmm. them? Like, how did that, do you think it might be Hollywood and movies or what, what are you thinking? Yeah, well, I think, I think this is a perfect discussion to have. I think we're laying it out really nicely here. I think male and female, like differences are a, a very, maybe good place to start. Probably the best place to start because <laughs> even just starting there, you're already taking a step. When men and women are different, we have differences. And I think that um, we're both going to be better off if we gain knowledge of those and, and, and you know, work on those as opposed to try to be um, uh, something other, other than ourselves. And, like, to, you know, apply that a little more, I don't know, uh, practically perhaps would to, would be to just like men and, and feeling like they need to kind of serve this provider protector role and, and feeling this weight and feeling this pressure you know and and so on the one hand men are like physically have more testosterone than women um on average they have more uh or less body fat than women um in all olympic like um sports men outperform women um before the introduction of like transgender athletes um which isn't a good thing or a bad thing it's just that's what's so in in, in the world um and what that what that puts that 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 skill that capacity that literal if you could call it just physical capacity um in you know the the marriage in the family in the in the responsibilities, it puts it on the male as the most capable one to fulfill those, uh, to fulfill what has to be done to keep a family going. Um, you know, I think I think there's something to be said there too. Maybe, maybe you can kind of keep me on track here. I don't want to go too far off, but like men in terms of being a father in, in the setting of a family, I think is a, a healthy place for us to look to if we're confused on what, men and women are and, and what men should strive to be like we're really not far off our ancestors yeah there there is like a very natural um almost like genetic um like evolutionary way that men and women behave right because we have this partnership of reproduction and marriage and kids and and these sorts of things but over the last couple of years maybe i don't know 10 years or something it's become less traditional because you have you know transgender or people that identify in different spectrums or what what have you so the line between male and female has kind of faded right yeah i i think feminism is a force that's real and um, has its place in the world and has had its place in the world for decades now. I mean, probably starting in roughly the 1960s. I mean, if you could just attribute a major force in citing that to, to getting the contraceptive, oral contraceptive pill, plan B. 
um, or sorry, birth control is more what I'm referring to, giving the power of having children into the hands of a woman. This is like a major, major change um, in history. This just hasn't been done. It's been uh, the the men who have like the sperm and the woman can't decide if they're going to have the man's child or not. So it makes every part of life much different. Um, and uh, yeah, with regards to the last 10 years, the feminism has manifested or is starting to manifest in a way where uh, men uh, see well, sorry, we're getting a little ahead of ourselves here. I think we should rewind back to what also happened at that time, the 1960s, was men started spending less time at home and more time out at work, um, rebuilding the world after the world wars. Uh, yes. There was a lot to do. In, in a very macro sense, I'm speaking here, like the whole kind of half, later, latter half of the 20th century, so when that was happening, there was a lack of presence in the household, um, lack of male presence, and an uh, you know, increase in the amount of time a son, for example, would spend with his mother. And that uh, pattern has continued um, into the 21st century, um, where you have men... Uh, who are being taught how to be men by women. And um, not to say that there isn't tons of things that men can't be taught by women. Uh, women are, I'm not, that's not the comment I'm making. The comment yeah. I'm making is that there are many very important parts of, um, of how to be a man and of how to keep the world going. Uh, that yes. only men can give to other men. And the same thing, the same thing, by the way, goes with women. Like, yes. There are things about how to be a woman that, you know, if I had a daughter, I have no hope of knowing, let alone teaching you, passing along to you. I can only do so much. And, yeah, to, to um, be honest, I do have a personal connection because I did grow up in a house with three older sisters and a single mom, right? So there were certain mm -hmm. things that I didn't talk to them about. Mm. that it would have been nice to have a father to talk to about. And like, I think everyone knows what those things are. Um, mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And to your point of uh, having the woman um, spend more of the time with the children um, traditionally, and then as we've gotten into where we are now, you see that it's becoming a little more balanced, not because they want it to be that way, but more because... Uh, like living, right? It's expensive. You need two people to work. There's no longer, the mom can't, unless you're like really, really wealthy, you need two people to make money to live. Like, especially in Vancouver, man, it's, it's expensive. I couldn't have a stay at home mom take after my kids. That's, that's just not going to happen. Mm. Mm. It, it, so, it is, it is definitely becoming less and less the norm. Sure. It's, it's, and it's, so it's not just the, there's well, like environmental influences that are also pushing, pushing the, the, the roles. The change. Right? Yes, yes. The change. Yes. Um, but to circle back here, um, how do you think during that evolution, it's kind of, how do you think in a male's eyes? Um, how do you, like, if you're a male that's gone through from, let's say, the 50s to 2020, 
how do you think your mental health has been that whole time and your ability to kind of talk about that sort of stuff? Like I know in the fifties, like it's like no one would talk about their feelings, like especially guys. I know that that's like definitely frowned upon. Absolutely. Well, the first point I think to make on this is, is that, um, there's value in that. Um, there's value in the capacity and let me be really specific here. There's value in the capacity of men to, um, how would you say this, uh, act or maybe compartmentalize their emotions. If you were to put it kind of like visually, um, and go to war anyway, or go out and hunt and kill anyway. Um, the family has to eat no matter what. Uh, you know, there's, there's, there's the, the stomach isn't forgiving like that. Yeah. And, um, and the ability of men to do this is actually, I think, very important. Um, I, I think it's one of our most uh, powerful qualities, and I, I actually think being being able to losing this is is uh, a symptom of disconnection between the son and the father, um, where uh, it now becomes uh, a man is less able to uh, separate his feelings from his action, and more likely to act based on. Um, based on how he's feeling. And um, it, it, as you can see, it's kind of a complicated thing. But the simple point that I want to get to is it's like men need to have that choice. And when you cut one uh, off... Which, from, which choice? Just just to yeah, reiterate yeah. So for, the, the, the for the listeners. Between, the choice between being able to act uh, based on your feelings and the choice between being able to act independent of how you feel. Yeah, um, I actually, I, that makes a lot of sense to me um, because, you know, there are some times, especially in childhood growing up, where my emotions dictated a lot of my actions. And sometimes they still do, you know, like you're having a crap day and it's like, I don't want to study. I don't want to go to the gym. I don't want to be a nice person. You know what I mean? And um, being able to learn how to, uh, what would you call it, break down and kind of absorb and and heal those emotions without letting it affect your everyday actions or your goals. So, yeah, this is really connecting nicely. I hope it's as beautiful for the listeners as it is in my head, um, because that's the function of men's group. Um, so instead of being a man who is entirely disconnected from his feelings and essentially controlled by them subconsciously or maybe often you'd use the term like by his shadow a man yeah. who's disconnected from his feelings is controlled by his shadow so he can engage in shadow work it's called um where you basically bring light upon the parts of yourself that are in the shadow and to understand what that means just make it as simple as you can it's like your shadow you can't see it it's behind you it's you but like it's behind you right like you can't actually see it unless you look there um and uh so when men have the di disconnection they're they're uh how would you say this like like you're ungrounded if you're disconnected from your feelings and you're ungrounded if you're 
too connected to your feelings. And what means, is what is grounded mean? Yeah, grounded like um so in men's work and like shadow work, it's kind of I would say, you know, or more more higher broad, it would be like the spiritual world. Um at least in masculinity, what I see being created. So, by the way, as a response to the feminist movement coming up in the 60s, 70s, I mean, now, you know, very uh, strong, um, is uh, I just love the word meninist. It's just such a fun word to me, but I guess there's probably a more professional way of saying the same thing, but from the masculine side. Um so we'll go with meninist just for fun. Um, that kind of uh, mythopoetic men's movement is the proper name. As it happened kind of in the 70s and 80s where men's groups kind of first started again. Um, and uh, if you actually go back to, I think it's the early 1920s, 30s, one in three men in the United States was a part of um, a brotherhood, uh, the Freemasons, which is kind of... Uh, I know the Freemasons. The Freemasons. I mean, My grandpa was a Freemason. Oh, yeah. No way. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. They, yeah. I mean, they, they're, uh, they're maybe less common now, but, but the, the same kind of idea. Um, so in these groups, uh, you, you are aiming towards what I'd call like the grounded, conscious integrated man uh masculine ideal um and integrated means a man who has a strong masculine core um would be the best way to think about it and you create that core by um you could say like bringing like the moon to the center of the earth like to meet in the middle the ground like you have to be able to Go and understand your range of feelings, like all the way, like visually think about that, all the way up to the moon, and be connected to the earth and grounded and strong, like a tree, you know, like like stable, like stable, meditative, clear, you know, intuitive, confident, um, certain, strong, like number one, strong masculine core. And um, this is like, this is kind of um, the goal. And um, it's, I think, a necessary rebound from probably, probably a little too much. I know we're speaking so generally here, but just it's kind of coming obviously like world wars. It's probably a little too much masculine energy. And now we're kind of going a little too much feminine not too much feminine energy but i hope like where i see men's group functioning like value the most valuably to the world um is bringing us towards an integrated uh future especially for men where we can be clear on what it means to be a man um and women can be clear on what it means to be a woman and we can exist in harmony with with one another i don't mean to sound all like you know rainbows and butterflies about it but we're definitely not like it's worth using these terms and it's worth having this kind of a conversation about it because the conversation going on right now is that men and women are dislike eat one another and um it's uh, like a very, competition it's a competition it's all kinds of mess it's all kinds yeah. of mess is codependency like the what is a masculine what is a healthy relationship i mean maybe that's and toxic masculinity 
toxic masculinity of course i mean that's kind of faded fortunately a bit okay i'm gonna i'm gonna be the devil's advocate here okay and i'm gonna say um just this is not my opinion but just as a the devil's advocate um i'm gonna say well why do men need support groups you know they've they've been running the world forever like it's really the women that need support like we've been the ones that have been through shit and as like a white straight man like what do you have to complain about Mm -hmm. yeah um well i'm definitely bisexual by the way um okay so i guess that puts but me hypothetically hypothetically sli- slightly yeah, yeah. off the perfect but i am still straight and 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 or sorry i am still white and i am still male um so i'm still worth hating upon but just, yeah just a hypothetical um, <laughs> no, you know, I, you know I, what i'm I, trying to poke I, at. this is the question right and yeah the answer is just to not be in that context like the context of men doing something that means women that women can or can't do that thing or they're doing it in reaction to or anything like this it's it's just it's it's not necessary um i think uh so so straight white men have feelings too they can they can struggle as well they are human just like everyone else absolutely they could struggle as well absolutely they have feelings absolutely they've always we've always had feelings um i just see uh you know what concerns me more about men being more with women uh with other women surrounded by other women than being surrounded by other men is uh being surrounded by nobody um being alone um men are like more isolated now than ever i i mean humans are more isolated now than ever with covid obviously but uh, men more specifically are um what do you say forming non-physical digital relationships with the world and those are taking precedence over physical connection with other men and that's a major liability um in terms of uh well i mean we're already i think i think mark zuckerberg would disagree with you he would Uh, he would say he would say in the metaverse you can connect with everyone (laughs) right Have have you seen the metaverse thing yeah i just heard about it i haven't seen i guess the intro video so basically basically he's trying to develop this virtual world where you not only work but you socialize and my my the reason why i'm kind of laughing is because i think a large part of socializing is in person the human connection yes you know the feeling the the being able to get that you know there's just something you can't replicate in a in a virtual reality yeah well there's definitely the beauty of the human body completely removed there and uh as a man being connected to your body is extremely important um or 
the best access to your masculinity probably um and to just be completely disconnected from that is is um is to just be ungrounded so sam um let's do a little fun hypothetical situation um i'm gonna be a we'll call it patient but not really um and you're gonna be my like friendly man mentor kind of helper guy okay sure and i am going to tell you my situation you're just going to give me some tips for how to improve it okay um so you know i'm really sad i uh i just feel inadequate looking at all these people around me and seeing how perfect they are it's like it's so hard to be confident when all i notice is my flaws and I can only really think negatively about myself. Do you mm-hmm. have any tips or tricks that may help me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, it's totally. And, and thanks for bringing this to me. I appreciate you sharing that. Um, can you tell me more about uh, what 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 it feels like what, when you're sad? What does it feel like in your body? It uh, it's more of a just like you just kind of shut down, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like you just don't want to do anything. Mm-hmm. The motivation disappears. Yeah. Are you, are, are you, and are you a young man? Do you, how old are you? Yes, I am a young man, and I'm, I'm in high school. I'm, I'm 16. Um, yeah. It's a very stressful time for me. Absolutely, it is. Yeah, to, to be surviving, you're doing well. Um, so let's call you Jeremy for simplicity. So Jeremy, um, thank you for bringing this to me. First of all, that's like brave of you to do. And and I acknowledge your, your, um, yeah, courage, um, to, to bringing this up. Um, and you know, have you ever heard about triggers? Yes, I have. Yeah, so 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 men men have triggers. We have emotional triggers, um, and uh, when when a man gets triggered, he'll he'll shut down. His body will physically release hormones that inhibit um, regular function and um, inhibit means stop. And then to bring out like fight or flight function, you could you could think of it really simply. And, um, and sometimes when we're going about our life, we encounter things in the world, um, based on our childhood, uh, that trigger us and, um, you know, through no fault of your own uncontrolled by something much bigger than you, your hormones, which controls your mental state and in an incredible way that you have yet to really totally learn because you're so young um we get triggered you know you get triggered and um and uh i'm curious if if anything's happened in your life recently that's um you know hurt you or caused the sadness or you know, well it's, put you it's in this place it's mm-hmm. really just i think it's the fact that like i keep comparing myself to um every everybody around me and I can see that it's starting to affect my mindset. 
Right. Um, do you, so have, do you have any heroes? Terry Crews. No, do you have any heroes? Yeah, Terry Crews. Oh, Terry Crews. Pardon me. Oh, okay. I thought you said you didn't hear me. Yeah, so Terry Crews. Okay, well, Terry Crews. What do you like about Terry Crews? Because he's been, he's struggled. Mm-hmm. You know, he's been through like some horrible shit. And he mm-hmm. came came out the top as as a successful actor. Mm-hmm. And so how do you think he did that? Um, well, I think that he did it because he didn't want to be his father. Because he mm-hmm. had a very abusive father. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that he... He did it so that he could have a family and be and show his kids that like what a real father should be. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yep, that speaks to you. Yes, but do you, do you I, mind sharing your, your or, or go ahead, go ahead? But it's like it's just I like what do you do when you when you look like what do you do personally when you look at how do you not compare yourself to other people? Well, I mean, I think to use the Terry Crews example, you you got to think about what Terry Crews did and how he did, had to have done that, reached those goals and 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 set, motivated himself like that. You 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 one have to think about yourself instead of other people, which is. Um, I mean, if we really want to break all of this down, let's go for it. Like codependence is the first string to cut here. Codependence is the concept uh, that, well, children naturally are codependent as they should. A baby should not think in any way that it can survive without without love or attention from another human, at least one other human at all times, you know, sometimes for years. Um, this is a really uh, important part of raising uh, humans um, at that age. And um, when we become, you know, 22 or 33, 23 or 33, an, an adult, um, we, uh, we, you know, encounter the world and get pushed back uh, into being uh, infants, children who think that we have to rely on you know, something outside of ourselves for survival. And the, especially for the man, the opposite ideal is, um, you know, the, the, men, the man free of, you know, Terry Crews, free of infantry. There's nothing about him that screams child. He's a man. He, he, he can't really pin down exactly what it is, but, but he's definitely not a child. He's, he's definitely independent. Um, so, uh, the first thing is just getting that to be a man and to focus on yourself and to get, stop preparing yourself to other people, you have to, um, move into a frame of reference with the world where you see that you're, uh, able to survive while being independent, while being self-sufficient. Um, and if you're not, uh, then that's something to, you know, go, go towards, um, with regards to specifically comparing yourself to other people. Uh, yeah, I, uh, yeah, I, I, uh, I totally, I see what you're saying here. Um, but 
I've I've been I've been trying to become more you know independent and and like a, like a man and but mm. it's like because there's this like social media is so it's it's really sucked me in and it kind of forces me to compare myself to others and everyone at my school uses it and if you don't use it you're a loser right and I don't right. want to be a loser I just want to fit in yeah right I get that why why do you want to fit in um because I don't want to get bullied. And I want to get invited to parties. Um, And I want to be cool. I want to get girls. Okay. Well, who decides decides if you get bullied? I guess me. Who who decides if if you're cool? Who says you're cool? I guess me. I mean, I don't know. Who's someone cool that you know? Terry Crews. (laughs) Do you think think anyone other than Terry Crews is just telling him he's cool? Do you think he needs to listen to anyone else? So you think I should just pack in the social media? Well, I think you got a lot of work to do, man. I think you got a lot of work to do, you know? I think the first the first thing is, like, yeah, you got to pack that in if you can. Like, get off that. You're telling me you need to do that to be cool? That's not true. You don't need to do anything to be cool. You get to decide if you're cool, period. It doesn't matter what you're doing. You, 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 you get to say that for yourself um and you know like you can start that at any age like the more evolved we get the earlier we will start growing up especially as men um you know some men never grow up and the earlier you can get a start on that the more ahead of the game you're going to be like you have an opportunity to define for yourself who you're going to be and go out into the world and be that man you know, like that, that's like an opportunity you have to do right now. Like you don't have time for this social media stuff. You don't have time to be comparing yourself. If you set goals for yourself, you know, if you if you got dreams to achieve, if you want that family, if you got a plan to get there, if you got things to do, all this other stuff, it just fades away. Uh, uh, but but, it, you know, it takes balls to aim high and go for it, you know. So the only reason that it affects me is because I pay attention to it. So if I focus my attention on something else that's not other people or comparing myself to other people or social media, then I will have a better chance of being happy. Simply, sure. Um, The most simplistic way, basically. The most simplistic way, I mean... I mean, I'm still getting this. It's still hitting me. The gravity of understanding how little, how little um, I energy I put towards myself and how much I put towards other people and how little of a difference all of the energy I put elsewhere makes. The, 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 you know, breakthrough, hopefully this is a breakthrough for anyone listening, but like, like, how many people have you talked to today? Like, how many people have you talked to today, number one? Number two, how many minutes have you spent talking to them? Just think about it. Just for just today. Okay, how many, how many minutes? Okay. Now, how many minutes have you spent talking to yourself today? Like, in your head? Just, like, like how much time have you spent with yourself? And, and it's obviously way more. So, it's, like, like 
yet we're still feeling like we need to put all of our energy into everyone else other than ourselves and it's just not true um uh you're with yourself all the time it's the only part of the world that you can reliably influence over time um every other people and the world is is mostly out of your control um and uh you know more than just in the case of the social media deleting it it's like it's like go inside figure out a goal set it and get after it like get after something big in your life like young men need more messages like that you know like like aim high like go big and none of this like like with the lack of direction it becomes so easy to fall into these deep rabbit holes of, of social media i mean it's so easy okay it's let me let me just let me ever. just slide in here um so when i am thinking like to myself right um how do you focus on more positive thoughts instead of allowing like uh, more negative thoughts to creep in because that's one thing that when you when you're thinking to yourself sometimes you're you you tend to think more about the things you're doing wrong instead of the things you're doing right you know mm-hmm. yeah absolutely so that's, like maybe through yeah. meditation or or some sort of you can kind of control your thoughts a little more i mean there's two angles to this like one is that right one is like I would say more new age and spiritual and I don't know, soft, like it really matters to have a positive mental environment all the time. It's like, yes, it does. And your actions are more important than your mental environment. Um, A man who goes out and hunts and, kills you know seven things or whatever five things in a week five i don't know deer in a week and brings them home to his family um with uh with any kind of mental environment is going to um, be more successful than a man who uh kills one deer and uh creates a perfectly quote-unquote positive mental environment um um uh you know during during the week during the process you know one to live in um this is kind of like it's it's definitely a delicate issue that i'm still learning so much about um you know like men's mental health and women's mental health are different uh men and women like um have uh like we have different uh use it our emotions serve different purposes in the world for example you'd look like why do mothers and fathers treat children differently like naturally there's a different you know a mom is a breast with breast milk the child literally sucks the breast milk um the man does not have breasts or milk that's something that's missing uh there and um um the, the point i'm getting to is it's like for men it's really easy to have mental health become like women's mental health and 
in this, this case, I don't really want to draw like a comparison as much as it as it's like like if you want to feel good in your head and have a positive mental state, Jeremy, you know, you have to go out and take positive actions in the world. That's the best thing to do. Better than meditation. Better than you know smelling some like incense or burning some incense or better than playing with um you know crystals and all this stuff it's like go out into the world and go for a run like go to the gym like i totally i totally agree at work like take an action and i think too often for men we're kind of telling them like go be more in your head about this to try to fix this problem with your head and it's like just go outside and do something I think like honestly, the gym, the, pro- the gym is like, is really good for my mental health. Like when I go to the mm-hmm. gym, I feel clear. I go for a steam and I like sit there and just fucking think and just relax. And I come out of there and I, all the cloggy thoughts that I were just pile driving into my head, they're all gone. And mm-hmm. I have more control over the flow of, of, uh, thoughts. Mm-hmm. So yep. I do think physical activity for men and maybe women, but I'm a man, so I only really know for myself, really helps. Yep. Yeah, it's absolutely. We're definitely built to move. I think men have been taught that you could be built to sit. I think that's a major, major problem. Um, I think that you could be built to you know, move and to, we're also built to rest. I think there's places for both of those things in a man's life but there isn't a place for no movement and only sitting all day that doesn't work um for a man's body to function properly um testosterone like is built and um mostly set at around late teens early 20s like your level um obviously you can inject it and that's like steroids but um uh, that is a really important hormone for men, and when we go physically exercise, it releases it like more than not exercising, and it basically just helps regulate us in like a very uh, physical way. I'm, like I really want to be speaking like biologically in our bloodstream. There is more, you know, fuel available for our body to operate, and, and you know, exercise is like. A really good example here to keep kind of in line with the whole theme of the conversation, which is like, like being a man and what is that about? And like exercise is hard, like consistently exercising. It's like hard. It's not an easy thing. If it's easy, everyone would do it. Like, you know, this is comes back to being able to act based, not based on how you're feeling, but based on like what you're committed to, you know, um, being committed to mental health to me means doing physical exercise consistently um when i say i'm gonna do it no matter how i'm feeling um you know as i'm learning other than if i'm sick i need to take a break um but most of the time it's like do that like do it you know Um, i totally i totally agree man i totally agree and we're coming we're coming to the end here so i'm just gonna have one last question for you sam so for poor little jeremy Yes. How how would he reach out uh, if he needed support to one of these groups? 
Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. Poor little Jeremy. Well, I would say, how about let's call Jeremy a, a, a opportunistic young man. I mean, you're you're in the right place. You're talking to Mister Sam Gray and the Graham Eels. Um, lucky young man. Um, you know. The first thing that comes to my mind is is just is just start working on yourself, and um, <laughs> to, to be taken with a grain of salt. I, I, I'm by no means encouraging men to go isolate themselves, but some of the important things, uh, most important things, a man will have to do in his life. He has to do alone, and um, the transition from boy to man is is a process that involves the help of other men and uh, involves parts that are alone. And, um, you know, to, to really provide the most value for a young man like Jeremy coming to me, like, where does he go? It's like, go inwards and look at yourself and see what you need. See what you can do to improve yourself. Start on the easy places. If you need to start work exercising more than you do, if you need to improve your diet, if you need to start reading more, if you need to, you know, anything. Like, start anywhere. Clean up your room. Like, make a freaking list, you know, and start there. Start taking those actions. Um, but the second thing, like, and, and maybe even more important, is just get some men. Like, get around men. And I don't care if it's playing hockey. I don't care if you're already around men. Uh, that's great. Like, um, you know, playing sports, like uh, joining groups. Yes, you can join like men's groups, like groups that are just focused on work like that. That's great, too. Um, and some of those. Um, but the point is less what specific way you do it other than you that you do it and that you really share yourself uh, with a trusted group of men find find your men like find your men that go out the there and find your men and, and find your men and put that on a t-shirt huh that's it well find your men i think that's a great phrase I, I, and i think that's the best the best piece of advice i could get there's there's what what one last thing um when you were talking about like you know the shadow your shadow mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And this is this is what I think you should call it when you're kind of like working out, working against your shadow. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You should call it shadow boxing. Shadow boxing, yeah, that's because you're kind of like you're kind of like boxing yeah, the shadow. Yeah, you know, like jucking and I jiving like and right. Yeah, I like that. I like um, that. Any anyway, where I gotta I gotta cut this off here because awesome. I have some other stuff I have to do. But I really do appreciate you coming on again, Sam. It has been lovely, and whenever you do uh, exit out of that hermit hole, give me a call, man. We'll, we'll get some food or something. Yeah, man, I appreciate that. Uh, I, I will, and I appreciate you having me. I hope this has been valuable to everyone who's been listening, and I'll look forward to the next one. Sounds good, my friend. Peace. Peace.